everybody. Welcome to Need for Speed Running Pit Stop. Pit Stop. It's your favorite part of the race where everything stops for a while while a bunch of dudes run around and change tires, and it's really exciting. There's a lot of heavy machinery. Yeah, you know, uh, very specialized, actually. Um, it's cool to see people doing things they love. I personally would not feel comfortable pulling my car over, having a team of people changed all my tires in five seconds and drive away. We go slower here. We do about an hour uh, tire change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this is where we can really get into the nitty gritty, talk about the things that we can't necessarily dig into full depth with in the regular episodes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Hey, uh, BC, why don't you give a quick... Uh, Introduction for yourself, and then a quick outroduction of yourself, and I'll cut one of them at the beginning of the episode. Hi, I'm BC. <laughs> Luigi and I have been friends for, ooh, like a decade now, it seems yeah. wild to say. Um, we, we're both on the podcast, Chat of the Wild, so you can catch me there. Uh, and when I'm not podcasting, I'm just out in a field staring at cows. So, For real? Okay. No. I just don't. I do was much. thinking you might be a farmer. I was super excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love cows. I love farming. Well, the SGDQ schedule is out now, yeah. and yeah. it's it's fun. It looks real good. Uh, I have looked over it a couple of times since since it happened. A couple of times today, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd see last time we went back uh, through it backwards, which is is real fun. Um, and I still don't have a joke for it. I tried to force one last time, and uh, and I'm not going to. So I just think it's cool. And why don't we do that? Because then we get to start off with the finale, and and that's exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this one, uh, a just there. A ton of incredible runs on this particular schedule, but the final is going to be a co-op any percent run of Super Metroid with uh, Shiny Zenny and Zost, which yeah, oh, I'm so pumped for. I I freaking love co-op runs, so I'm I'm super curious to see this one. Is this going to be like a two people one controller sort of co-op or? I I think this might be the two people one controller if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, it just says co-op any percent, but that would be hype to do two people one controller. Yeah, Generally, I'm, they would specify that, I think. I know there is one in the marathon. There's a Mega Man two person one controller one. That's oh, going to be one of the first ones we get to watch. Maybe yeah. that's the one. Maybe only one person can see the screen and the other person is just describing the map. <laughs> it's the next level of the blindfolded run as we found out uh all of the rooms have names so that that's not beyond possibility uh the community has named every single room in that game uh but i'm wondering if there are just like it's some sort of mod where there are two people in one game and they share power-ups, and so they're trying, they've ratted it out to where, like, when one person gets one thing, it'll be around the same time that someone needs it to get over another thing somewhere else on the map. But I have no idea. I am so fascinated. 50 minutes is the estimate, and that's, um, that seems like a reasonable, like, amount for a regular uh, full-speed Metroid, yeah, Super Metroid Yeah, I forget run, what so. the, it, that's longer than the, record i think so that's it gotta have those conservative uh estimates though for the oh true 
Yeah, just to make sure they have enough time to explain things as well as give buffer for if you make mistakes. Like, they aren't going to be hitting... I mean, occasionally we get GDQ world records, which is always really hype when it happens, but usually when people are giving estimates, they're more accommodating for if a few things go wrong. Yeah. Well, we have um, Baron of Shell, which falls into the category of... That stuff that on the final day where you're like, I have no idea what that is. And then you get there and it's like, oh, it's a it's a Mario mod. It's a Kaizo, <laughs> you know, level pack or something. hundred percent. OK. Grand Pooh oh, Bears playing wait, it. Is that what this is? I assume it's that's 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 my best guess. It's definitely going to be some of the most hype Mario running you've ever seen. I don't know if it's going to be a a new mod, something that Grand Pooh Bear has played before. Oh, there's, interesting. There's so okay. many to keep keep track of that it's impossible. <laughs> well, um, yeah, in that same vein, they have Mario Maker 2 a little bit earlier. So, And that one's going to be another relay race, which I am super hyped for, and I get to host for that one. And the uh, Breath of the Wild blindfolded as That's well. That's right. Like, oh. That is your name right here on the website. Yeah, all I, over the website. I'm so excited. <laughs> but, congratulations, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah, if, if y'all have not seen the Super Mario Maker races, I didn't really know about them. And then Liz Starr was the one who told me, no, trust me, this is the highlight <laughs> of GDQ events. You have to go. And every single time, like the Mario Maker levels are absolutely fresh. None of the speedrunners have seen them and they sit in uh, teams of three uh, or I think this time it's teams of four. And yeah, I think uh, it's yeah, two is, teams of four. Yeah. So two teams of four. And every time that one of them dies, they rotate out and basically play musical chairs the whole time and are watching the <laughs> other speedrunners learning from how other people are playing it while trying to get through these levels to beat the other team out and see which one can get there first. It is wild <laughs> yeah as soon as yeah. they die get out of the mm-hmm. way get out of the way. my turn my turn yeah 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 yeah. It's, yeah it's always fun watching uh because they're seeing these levels uh for the first time as well so everyone's mm-hmm. watching both screens slowly learning more about the levels as they're playing and uh it it is uh intense and just switching chairs the way they do it is entertaining enough let alone the video games mm-hmm. yeah and then the blindfolded run I, I <laughs> there is it is an hour forty five estimate, I will say, and I think that usually Breath of the Wild any percent runs are like thirty five to forty five minutes, depending on your skill level with the current tricks that have been discovered. So there mm-hmm. is a lot more wiggle room there, but I I have no idea how some of those tricks can be pulled off in any percent. Well, you cannot see at all. I don't know if that's going to be something that a commentator helps them or if they're just completely on their own. But I cannot wait to see how that run plays. Mm. I I wonder if the the final boss fight is the most predictable thing and will be the easiest like thing for them to do, because I like for some reason, like maybe it's you're in one room and you're not going clear across the Great Plateau, blindfolded to get the three rune. That's mm, it's wild. Yeah, I, it's I, Breath I, of the Wild. See, here's the thing. I I feel like once you get the recipe and get a bunch of hearts to take out the uh, 
basically boss rush. Um, that maybe for a speedrunner would be an easier part because getting across the plateau, I can only imagine. But if you don't have Urbosa's lightning in that, spoilers, sorry, uh, for <laughs> the <laughs> final fight in uh, Breath of the Wild, if you haven't played it yet, uh, heads up. Um, so if you don't have <laughs> yeah. Urbosa's lightning in that final phase in the basement, Ganon's mm -hmm. shield doesn't come down except for like a split second window that's only a few frames. So making that arrow shot to Ganon is incredibly difficult if you don't have Urbosa's lightning. So without that, being able to make the arrow shot blindfolded, honestly, that's the part that I am most curious to see. Well, yeah, there's a lot of arrow fighting in the, the Ganon fight as it is. Mm -hmm. uh, so they would have to find a whole different way to do all that damage anyway. So, yeah, who... Mm, I don't know. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh-huh. Just navigating <laughs> the castle and getting the item... Getting the items required. Uh, everything that I've seen in the world record speedruns, uh, incredibly tight, precise, and things move around. So to come up with safe strats to navigate all those different rooms... And just when you're flying, like doing those crazy long jumps where you cover all that terrain, yeah, they don't know where they're going to land when they start those. So they have to have a <laughs> lot of like they don't know. They're like that one was pretty good. I got an extra five miles, and uh, so they must have a lot of different safety strats to deal with all the potentialities. And it will be fun, and it will be weird, and it my brain will have to put itself back together. I also have to say, I've never heard someone say potentialities before, and I am absolutely using that in my day-to-day -day life from here on out. I love it. That's delightful. Oh, I was going to say, uh, there's one there's one uh, run here that I can see a certain someone in our group must be very excited about, Elden Ring, uh, being run by uh, Mitch Riz. Of course, very excited. Mm -hmm. Excited to watch an Elden Ring run live. Uh I've been watching some more of the speed runs lately, and uh, what's really exciting is one of my co-hosts from Hair of the Dog cast is coming with his little brother as well, and they've never watched Aww. a speed run ever. Like they <laughs> are the <laughs> they are the really? newbiest of noobs, and we're gonna walk in on the first day and watch Mega Man Six, two players, one controller, and they're gonna be like, I don't know if I understand what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's a really good way to introduce someone to speedrunning. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. They're they're definitely in for a big surprise. So that'll be fun. Yeah, and to watch that one, like it's that final day is just a lot of big hits in a row. Before that, we got mm. Pokemon Fire Emblem, a Warpless uh, Nintendo Mario Brothers race from GTA's, which just to watch a Warpless NES one will feel old school and nice. I, I like those. Yeah, uh, just. They're they're cozy, you know. Mm -hmm. Thirty two levels up, thirty two down. Yep, I am gonna call out as well the super hot VR run um, by David TKI. If you have, has anyone here played Super Hot? Yes. Okay. And and VR actually. J yes, it's so good. Um, so imagine <laughs> if you take just really really intelligent, interesting shooter, 
and mixed it with a creepy pasta or like inscription. <laughs> that is what super hot is, but uh, the VR version takes out the lore. It super. just uh, makes you play the levels themselves. But you can f you have full maneuverability of your character since you're playing in VR, mm -hmm. and you can use two hands. So you can be throwing a katana while also smacking someone in the face with a frying pan or shooting across <laughs> one shoulder. Like, it is so freaking cool. I I can't wait to see that one. And that one. Uh, it's anytime you move, time moves. And so it, it leads to yes. a lot of like you waggling your finger in midair to be like, okay, I just need a little bit more. Okay, now they're all <laughs> in, in, in the place I need them to be. Yeah, also. But yeah, that, I, that should be fun. Yeah, I know in the regular Super Hot, one of the main strats is jumping because it throws off uh, the AI's ability to like track you and aim at you. <laughs> uh, weirdly, so if you watch the regular any percent, you'll just see them jumping all over the place. So I don't know if that's going to be one of the strats utilized in this, but if so, we're just going to see David jumping up and down a ridiculous <laughs> amount, and I can't wait. Super Hot Leg Day. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, God, what a workout. Um, speaking of workouts, this is a completely different day, but there is also a Ring Fit Adventure run, and I just need everyone yes. in the world to know that. We'll, we'll get to that later in the schedule. But oh, It is also oh. a bonus game, so get those donations in, because I want to see that. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, what... So I don't really know what Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg is, and, like, I'm the kind of person who was supposed to know... And like I've played it, <laughs> and I've I've played like you you and, are and the like, Billy Hatch and the Giant Egg guy. That, like if I think I, of anyone, just, it's got to just, be you. I was just into GameCube and was like trying to like make sure other people knew that in high school. And I even I didn't know what to do with this thing, so I don't know what to expect from that an hour any percent run. Is? No, I've seen pictures. It's got a little boy wearing a chicken costume. Yeah, and you roll you roll eggs around. Okay, the according to why. the Wikipedia, the most reliable source of information on the internet. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a GameCube game. I don't yeah, know. So Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg is a platform game developed by Sega for GameCube. It's a 3D platformer whose gameplay revolves around growing and hatching eggs to defeat crows. Mm. Sounds pretty standard GameCube. Yeah, <laughs> specifically crows. He, Okay, his ex abilities greatly expand while holding an egg, and while rolling an egg, Billy moves faster and is more agile. Mm -hmm. So it's all mm -hmm. eggs. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's Billy Hatcher, uh, and and it's crows. I don't know why I questioned anything. Crows, of course. Yeah. So we're gonna see lots of crows. Five fifty in the morning is mm -hmm. when there should be a giant egg. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. true. That will be yeah. very early on yeah. in the day for that one. So when the rooster crows um, mm -hmm. and that beat out uh, Ori in the Blind Forest and Spelunky and Tony Hawk Underground. I don't know. Yeah, another a run that I need to call out here because I I have not seen this run. I cannot wait. Uh, if you talk to anyone who works with GDQ about the run of Neopets, The Darkest Fairy, 
<laughs> Every single person on staff that I have talked to says, no, you don't mm. understand. This is one of the best speed runs I've ever seen. <laughs> Apparently the tech for this run is absolutely ridiculous. So if, if you were not a Neopets person growing up, I understand. I get it. I was a Neopets person and I wanted a char bunny so bad that is neither here nor there. <laughs> right. But or the, the Psy Bunny or whatever it was called. Um, mm -hmm. Char Bunny. It's, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I realized, wait, Charbunny is the speedrunner. I think it was called the Psy Bunny. Um, but neither here nor there. This is supposed to be an amazing speedrun. It's really early in the morning. It's like 2.30 in Central Time. I would say it's late at night. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's in a fuzzy area. It, it's in that weird area where, like, technically it's a.m., but some people are just still mm -hmm. awake during that period. But it, regardless, even if you just catch the VOD, that is one to watch for. That's when Hobbs comes knocking at my hotel door and he says, everyone else is asleep. You want to have a beer and watch something? And mm -hmm. it's great. And you watch that at the hotel at Games Done Quick. The TV does have an all Games Done Quick channel like the entire time. So you can just watch them in your hotel room. <laughs> so I, I catch a lot of these late night ones. Sometimes you'll see something like I got to get down there quick. And you might just run down there to go watch like yeah. half hour of Neopets at this time of the, the morning. But uh, that's one of my favorite things is that every room you go in is also got the TV playing Games Done Quick at yeah. uh, the hotel, which is fun. Yeah, even if you're just having a few drinks with friends or like last time I was hanging out with a few people, we were playing a card game, but we had the Metroid Kaizo up and we had multiple times where we would stop the game just to watch what was happening and kind of scream at the TV because it was so intense. It was a really cool run. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know how cool this run will be, but the Final Fantasy IV Pixel Remaster run makes me want to see a like... Uh, what's the word? I want to see a relay, but only of the same Final Fantasy game, every single remaster of it. <laughs> Different <laughs> versions that have... <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So like, start... you start with the original and you go through every single re-release. It would be... So do you, do you start with Famicom or do you start with two on, on Nintendo, on Super Nintendo? Someone's got to play it on the iOS at some point. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It just yeah. like... Whichever one you pick, it just has to be all of them. It's like that podcast where those guys watch the same movie for like a year and a half every week. It's that speedrun marathon. <laughs> the Final Fantasy Fourathon. That is a thing that I would not put past them. Like we have that for the uh, speed, uh, speedrun community that I'm a part of. You can do a. There's a category for uh, all platforms of Shadow of the Colossus for PS2, PS3, and PS4. Mm. So doing something <laughs> like that in the Final Fantasy realm does not seem that far fetched. Fair, fair. Yeah. Uh, what other runs are sticking out to people right now? I feel like at this point we're moving into Friday. Well. Yeah, ne I'm just the Neopets, the Darkest Fairy has obliterated everything in my mind. So uh, someone else. Yeah. What, what do you see here? <laughs> we see Kingdom well, Hearts Final Mix. The day the, the night before is also a, a big night. Uh, starting mm -hmm. at 849, we got a task run with Celeste moving Ooh, into yeah. Mario 64 randomizer uh, with extra 70-star nonstop Wii Virtual Console into Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. This is going to be one of those evenings where I plant my butt down and Crowd race. I just watch I watch 850 till halfway through Kingdom Hearts when I might need to go stretch my legs. But you know. that's one of those longer speed runs. But yeah, I, I want to watch all three of those. 
So what? Yeah. So what? Uh, nonstop? Does that mean they yeah. just literally don't stop? I don't no, know. I, what? So we should we should look up whatever that is because I wonder if the randomizer is just constantly changing. Uh, what? Because was it Super Mario sixty four randomizer? You can randomize like. The painting, when you go into it, will spit you out in a different spot, and, like, the star will spit you out in a different painting, and, like, you gotta remember which painting takes you where, and when it kicks you out of the level, where it takes you, or or things like that. So it could just be changing constantly, and it's massive chaos. This sounds like it could be just as chaotic as the uh, Pokemon randomizer that happened last GDQ, uh, last SGDQ, where yeah. every time they evolved... Yes. The Pokemon completely switched to a different Pokemon, so their team was constantly changing. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I think it kept whatever moves it had learned, but yeah, w- when it evolved, yeah, it just randomized Pokemon. And so, mm-hmm. and and then you would have to, the only way to get a new move is to have hit a Pokemon randomly on a level that it would have learned to move. Oh my and god, yeah. that's insane. <laughs> and that was a handoff like relay race or re- co-op relayers. Not a handoff. They all had controllers. They could all mess with each other. Yeah. All right, 70 star nonstop. <laughs> what do we have on that? I can't find any rules about what nonstop does specifically. I found the category, but I couldn't find a sufficient description. Let's say oh, it's Chrism, so I can see videos of people doing nonstop, but I can't find yeah, the description. It doesn't have it in rules or anything. It, it's there's. It doesn't say specifically what nonstop does in the rules. Hmm. It's like a mod or something. All right. Well, either maybe way, I'll be. It's chrism. I'll so. be tuning in to watch it. Yeah. Yes, tuning in, Bradley. You'll be tuning your butt into a seat. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts final mix. Any percent proud race. Uh, Hobbs will be there. Very proud. Piped, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, and so, yeah. yeah, so, so, yeah, that'll be a good evening. And uh, yeah, Celeste Tasses are always uh, phenomenal. I'm not familiar with Clone Hero. Is that a rhythm game? Uh, I, th- I may, may, I'm, I'm not sure, actually. Let me look For some reason, I, I associate all heroes with guitars at this point. Oh, yeah, uh, Classic oh, instrument-based rhythm game. Okay, so so this is kind of in a rhythm block because we've got spin rhythm right before that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kaizo okay. Monkey yeah. Ball. Uh. <laughs> Kaizo Monkey Ball is going that to is be not a rhythm one game. of the best things. Uh, it's not a rhythm game, but it makes me want to move my body. Um, no, marble roller speed runs are absolutely wild to watch. <laughs> yeah, I used to... Mm-hmm. Submit scores online for the monkey ball games when I was just a wee lad, mm-hmm. wee brad, as they say. <laughs> and no, and to watch Kaizo Monkey Ball will be insane. I imagine a lot of pause buffering. Yeah, it's just like another really good day where I don't want to miss anything. I mean, we got Pokemon, mm-hmm. Metroid, Zelda, just a well, lot of good stuff. Well, and the Pokemon stuff. Coliseum is a race, too. Like, we've got a bunch of really great races as well as co-ops. Like, uh, Legend of Zelda Four Swords is going to be an any percent co-op for Game Boy Advanced. Um, two-player 1cc attempt of X-Men Arcade. Um, any percent co-op of Wild Guns. Like, there, there's a ton of co-ops. Uh Oh, and then I, I have to call this out. Uh, oh, wait. Is it this day? 
or is it the night before? It's a different day. Never mind. Ignore me. I don't worry about it. <laughs> but yes, uh, my point being, there are a lot of really great co-ops uh, and races this particular mm-hmm. day. Yeah. The one CC attempt of X Men Arcade gives me heart palpitations. <laughs> Just like <I can't. laughs> what is one CC? Like one coin, like one oh. one continue. I think. Yeah. I, that, yeah, that, that sounds I've, scary. I like that they put they even put <laughs> attempt on it. They're like, we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> having played this game in the past few years in an arcade as an adult, I don't even understand how that's possible. Like, yeah, I think you're <laughs> supposed to die like in that game. You just you're just meant to get killed over and over again, even with six people. It, it seems like, oh, let's see how far we can get. That's why it's an attempt as opposed to actually like <laughs> we're going to complete this. Well, I, I wish those runners the best of luck, and I really hope that they're able to pull <laughs> it off successfully. Because, I mean, put, here's the thing. Putting challenges like some of these wild categories, like the 1cc attempt, like the blindfolded, you're doing it on, you know, a huge stage and being able to bring that feat there, even if you don't necessarily succeed, but being able to show off that level of skill, I think takes so much passion and dedication. Like I really hope they're able to pull it off. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Glad to see uh, primary mastered in that Samu's doing it. That has been their YouTube channel ever since that game came out was like, Oh cool. Yeah. This game's great. I forgot about how much I like Metroid prime. Should I do more of this? Okay. So, nice to yeah, see Samu out there. This will be a morning that I actually want to get there early. Uh, not only for the 9 o'clock Dark Forces run. I don't even know mm. that game that much. I don't really know if I care about that that's game. The, but I the love and care about right? Covert Muffin. I care so much about Covert <laughs> Muffin that I, yes. I'd watch him play anything. Covert is super entertaining. And it's, it's a Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked to them about it before and I still don't understand any of what's happening, but his excitement gets me excited. He's very infectious in that way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, when he's happy, I'm happy. And even if I wanted to go earlier, my, uh, friend Jake rock from Milwaukee here, he's got his first ever yeah. appearance at uh game's done quick and he'll be doing final fight three at five forty two in the morning. And I want to make it there. I'm a, I'm an early morning ish person, so we'll see. Did uh, altered beast at the last event? Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a it was an online one, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. AGDQ okay. was online. Yep. Did some some uh, changed into Tiger Man and such. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a run I need to point out from the night before. So the bonus game for uh, Thursday is Titanfall 2 uh, by Bladen. Bladen is an insanely talented speedrunner of really, really movement-based games. So runs Titanfall 2, runs Solar Ash, and and just absolutely wrecks at those games. The the Titanfall run is wild. So yeah, I definitely, if we can get that game on the schedule, I I would die of happiness. I desperately want to be in a seat for that one. Mm. Covert's uh, hosting on mm-hmm. that on that one. I, he's I think when we talked, we, we talked to him, right? My, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was just like, yeah, he brought up Titanfall 2 because Titanfall 2 speedruns are just insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool movement in that game. 
more Legend of Zelda earlier in the day with Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess and then that Mega Man 6 any percent two players one controller that we were mentioning earlier. So another really wild co-op run. That's potentially when we're going to show up. Hey, mm -hmm. uh, that's your name. Yeah, I'm hosting for those two. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> I'm going to have to yell at you when I walk in the room because I won't be able to come and like give you a hug. So I'll just have to yell at you. <laughs> Or I, not yell, but... I'll just do a little yeah. wave. I'll just do a, a little, little wave, wave on the stage. <laughs> Let's go. Are you excited for the Twilight Princess speedrun? I... Oh, yes. I, <laughs> I basically... Uh, when when you uh, are a host, um, you typically get asked, what games or runners would you be really excited about hosting for? And mm -hmm. my number one that I put was Zelda. Any Zelda. Yeah, Give me all the Zelda, please. Me. Please. Just, put me just, in front of and Zelda. They, they gave me two. So I get Twilight yeah. Princess and Breath of the Wild, the blindfolded. So and then I big, big like, run. Yeah, I every single one that I got were runs that I was like, this seems really neat. So yeah. I, I'm really <laughs> excited to be able to just get the audience additionally hype. And then uh, the super hot VR, I'm actually going to be commentating for David. So I'm I'm learning more about that run beforehand. I'm really excited mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, I was going to say, all you have to learn is how to go super hot. <laughs> Super hot. Yeah, Pizza Tower is going to be insane. I've heard There's, very good things about this what game. What is Pizza Tower? So I haven't played it yet, but my brother has, and it's like, um, I think he described it like Celeste meets Super Meat Boy meets Pizza Delivery. <laughs> so like you you go through, uh, you go through this level to get to like a pizza, then you get the pizza or something and you have to get out back through the level before this this thing chasing you kills you so um like my brother was saying that it's just like ridiculously difficult i've heard him like screaming in the next room at his like <laughs> laptop um, but yeah i think people are at the point where they just like intentionally wait to see if they can like like outrun the enemy that chases you at the end so Pizza Tower is supposed to be wild. Yeah, uh, it's it's picked up a lot of steam. Yeah, Brad, same as you. I had heard the title of this game and that it was really cool. I had no idea what it was. And that description, mm -hmm. like, I'm I'm sold. <laughs> I've I've heard some people or I think I, I, our other co-host said like Wario Land games. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. It's very Wario-esque. I've heard that comparison. So... I think it's the movement of the pizza delivery person. There's a lot of like charging, mm -hmm. but I, it's one of those games that I don't think is available to play on consoles yet. I think it was uh, available and as like a trial, like pre-release uh, for a while. And a lot of people were just vibing very hard. So I'm excited to actually see it more mm -hmm. excited to play it eventually. Um, Another thing I'm excited to see for, Four and a half hours is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas any percent. <laughs> mm, oh, yeah. Uh, Joshi Muse uh, ran this last summer when I was at ESA. Uh, like he's he's really well known for just running a bunch of the GTA games and having a mm. lot of expertise with that. There, there are just the wildest setups in in that game. Uh, even when they're not doing all sorts of crazy glitch stuff, they're still just kind of setting up things to 
to blow up later a lot of the time. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then doing weird GTA stuff. Yep. And then earlier in the day, we have Silly Block, which is a tradition with Summer Games Done Quick. Uh, I'm really excited for the Gulfit uh, race between Nicole Goodnight and Bathingen. That one's going to be really fun. Um, if you haven't seen Nicole Goodnight and Bath Golf run. Uh, yeah. So they uh, last year for Flame Fatales ran Phasmophobia Nightmare together and were absolutely hilarious and also super informative in their commentary. And this is a game that they play together on a regular basis. So just it's going to be really good commentary from the two of them. They're good beans. OK. Mm hmm. Oh, there's a Pocky and Rocky run. That's going to be so fun. <laughs> Reshrined. What is that game? I, I don't know it. Uh, yeah, I think they did a remaster or like a new version. So Pocky and Rocky is um, you play as a Tanuki and a Shrine Maiden. They're Super Nintendo games, but you just like like walk around and shoot all these like yokai. Um, it, it's this weird shoot em up like... Top down shoot 'em up, I guess is what you would say it is. It's super fun. Yeah. There, there are two games for the SNES. It's very goofy and childish, but still pretty difficult. So, okay, that sounds really cool. You used use your testicles, and you know, you know, whatever. Oh, all I heard of that was testicles. I, I I'm going to need you to recap that sentence. <laughs> oh, it's a tanuki. Yeah, you know about. Have you seen? Um, What's that? What's that oh. Miyazaki movie with the Tanuki? Oh, I was I was gonna say Tom Nook is literally a Tanuki. Oh, yeah. So so Tanuki canonically have huge testicles, and so like the Tanuki <laughs> statues. I think it was like wasn't it like the bigger the testicles, the luckier they are. Mm-hmm. And 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 these testicles are they use them to shape shift and and to trick other people and they swing them around and yes. Well, I'm glad they didn't incorporate that into Mario Brothers. Or Animal Crossing. That is one thing I did not know about the Tanuki. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Drawings and tales depict a Tanuki making a boat out of its testicles to save people from a river or to use it as a parachute mm. or a blanket. So Mario does have some of the characteristics of these testicles with his blanket parachute, but it is mm. just a blanket or a cape. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm happier or sadder to have this information now forever seared into my brain. Your horizons are being broadened. Yeah, no, no, it's just, it's just cultural. You're learning about a different culture. It's fine. And, and the use of magical (laughs) testicles. I, I did not think that was a sentence I was going to be saying tonight, but here we are. Here we are. Watch the movie Poco. It's all about Tanuki, but like in English, they translated it as like, oh, they're raccoon pouches instead of their enormous testicles. Yeah. Well, I'm also excited to watch um, more silly game runs. Yeah. My cat in the hat and Wayne's World and the Incredible Hulk. And Pepsi Man. And Pepsi Man. Give me the toilet paper. Give me the toilet paper is is nonsense. Is that a Zelda spinoff? No, no. This is this is a game. I I. It's literally (laughs) you. Oh God, I'm looking at it. (laughs) I'm trying to think how to describe this game. It's an action game. Take a toilet paper roll and roll it around on a board. 
Like that's okay. Okay. That's I I it's it's bizarre. Is it is it well, like that uh, like a a physics game? Yeah, it's it's like um I'm trying to think how to describe it. You know how some uh m- like super smash levels will like move downwards and like mm-hmm. part of the challenge is staying on the platforms. A lot yeah. of the levels are set up kind of like puzzles like that. Rolling the toilet paper downwards or upwards or through obstacles. Did you ever do you ever play Nintendo Land? I did uh, a bit. I, I mainly focused on the archery game. There was a there was a Donkey Kong game where you had like tilt this little yeah like egg in a cart king around swing. without like mm-hmm. what was it the donkey kong one was king of swing i think you're talking about uh, maybe yeah it, it was it was super great and like yeah if you moved it too fast you would break like the egg or whatever but um yeah i don't know I'm trying to think of in those terms but yeah that sounds cool mm-hmm. pepsi man also great yeah you don't need to have heard of the games in the silly block to love the games in the silly block. <laughs> you need to be awake, though. Mm-hmm. Is True Crime New York in the silly block? I am not sure. It's on the cusp. It's, <laughs> it's in that place where it I it could be, but I don't I don't know if it's so silly. It's technically part. I don't know. So silly. That name is silly. That name just. Whew. Like true crime. It makes me think of uh, it, it sounds like one of those games that would have come out for like a rapper or something where it's like true crime or what was like the Def Jam game. It has that. like mm-hmm. well, There was there was 50 Cent Blood, Blood in the, the Sand. sand. That's, I know that yeah. much. Mm-hmm. 50 Cent true crime. I do need to get a copy of Blood in the Sand. Oh, yeah. It's a great Gears of War run and gun. It's uh, a 360 classic set in Iraq and a crystal skull is involved <laughs> with 50 Cent. I think X-Play gave it a four out of five. I played it. It's actually pretty good. Uh, Big bonus game on Wednesday. Super Mario Odyssey. Any percent for the Nintendo Switch. Danger is running that one. And uh, the coveted Char Bunny. I always wanted to get a Char Bunny in Neopets when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Char Char Bunny will be hosting. Uh, Yeah, Odyssey is always a great run. Uh, I can watch that. Little plumber bounce around all day. It makes me happy. In, in a video game. Any game. As long as Mario's bouncing. And we yeah. recently watched the Odyssey run. And it's a really, really fun speed run to watch. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's got some really cool movement and tech in it. Yeah, it was nice to see the updated kind of like where the run's at now as opposed to. Because that game's been out for a long time. Almost six mm-hmm. years. Well, and, and speaking of games that have been out for a long time, we do have another Mario game this evening as well. So Paper Mario, which Ooh. is very well beloved that, by that community. Um, but I don't know what any percent no ace is. Does anyone else know? No. Uh, I'm arbitrary. guessing ace is one of the moves you can get that probably is OP. It's arbitrary okay. code arbitrary. execution. Um, where this okay. is one of the games uh, yeah. where uh, there's no stop and swap this year where they're able to beat... Like roll credits in this game by setting things up in Ocarina of Time beforehand and switching the card out. Um, but yeah, yeah. Doesn't that happen in like the cloud area, like where they do that? 
Because I thought and, that was when they jumped to the credits, but I could be wrong. It's been so long since I've seen this speed run. I forget what they have to like trigger in the game in Paper Mario itself, but like yeah, they have to set up just the opening part of Ocarina. Yeah, so it'll be none of that. <laughs> Got it. Okay, I, okay. I hope that's what the ace means, but I, I'm sure it can mean other things too. Uh, also, Spike doing a blitz randomizer. Yeah. What's up, Spike? Yeah, what's up? What's the blitz randomizer? Don't know. I imagine a very difficult version of it. It's, uh, I, I know he's been doing a lot of Zooter, but uh, I haven't been uh, watching any of his Majora stuff. Yeah, I, I love watching randomizer runs, especially for Legend of Zelda games, but I have no idea what this is. So that's when I'm going to have my butt in the seat for. Uh, Spike's runs are always <laughs> super entertaining. So, like, obviously, I want to see that one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, only a couple of Sonic games right here. Uh, you know, just some. Sonic Adventure, and we get Sonic Adventure with guns right before it. <laughs> because of Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just Shadow. The the Shadow the Hedgehog run has a long estimate of, like, 20 minutes. So <laughs> well, you got guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a quick one. Uh, yeah, that's that'll be fun. And Sonic Adventure is an all-stories relay, so we're going to be seeing uh, six oh. different speedrunners taking turns with Sonic Adventure, which will be fun. Um, I personally do not have... I do not love those games, but I love how clunky and awkward they are, so they're always entertaining. Uh, I love... All Sonic runs are just uh, baffling in <laughs> from a gameplay perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of games I'm not familiar with in the morning... I'm excited to see the Goosebumps game because I didn't even know there was a Goosebumps game. Mm-hmm. Goosebumps Dead of Night. Uh, yeah, how old is that? Not some merchandise from the the Jack Black one they did, right? It is. It uh, it came out for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Slappy the Dummy has unleashed a nightmare of Goosebumps monsters. Of course, all out to Slappy. get you from lawn gnomes, werewolves. Uh, I'm just looking at it on the Switch store here. It's a thirty dollar game. Huh. That's terrifying. Uh, that's scarier than any Goosebumps story ever. <laughs> that's the true horror. I just I saw a teeny bit of the intro screen. Maybe I'm thinking of a different game, but it looks super old. Okay, maybe that's just part like part of the aesthetic. <laughs> it was made by four people on a weekend. I think it's a first person game, but there's like a gun in one of these shots, and they're shooting like <laughs> gummy a, bears. It's like an Arma Three mod. They're just not telling anybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I must be thinking of a completely uh, different game that I saw. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea, but I, yeah, it didn't have terrible reviews, so that'll be interesting. I like mm-hmm. Goosebumps. I, lo- I love the Choose Your Own Adventure Goosebumps when I was a kid. Like, those were my jam. Yeah. Uh, and th- there's a whole horror block before this. So before Goosebumps, we've got Kidnapped, Dead Rising 2, uh, and Resident Evil 6. Uh, the Resident Evil 6 is going to be a co-op run with Ada versus Jake. Um, and that's co-op amateur. Um, mm. be the most yeah, eyes the- Resident Evil 6 has had in a long time. I'm excited. That game's going to get a dope-ass remake in eight years, and it'll be awesome again. But yeah. <laughs> and until then, I I, I've, I haven't seen anyone playing Resident Evil Six. I'm sure it'll be good. The story side, I know the story's the, bonkers. The refresh cycle is that yeah. the, Eventually, they're I, just I, gonna I, have to get to it. They can't ignore it. I really hope they go into well, Code gonna, Veronica next. 
Instead of going to RE5, oh, yeah. they need to do Code Veronica. Yeah, but, I was say either that or it mm-hmm. takes them six years to make RE5, and and then they just give up after that. So I wonder if Choo Choo Charles is part of the horror block because ten o'clock the night before is Silent Hill. <laughs> So I would imagine maybe Choo Choo Charles could be a horror game. Signalis is a horror game. That is a good question. Uh, Choo Choo Charles. Oh, my uh, God. The first picture is pretty good. 2022 indie horror video game uh, controls a monster hunting archivist with the goal of upgrading their train defenses. Okay, yeah, it actually is part of the horror block. It looks it looks scary. Yeah, the art is real cool. What if Thomas the Tank Engine was possessed? Yes, yeah. Did someone just make a game around the meme of turning, like, Mr. X into Thomas the Tank Engine or turning whatever scary video game thing into Thomas the Tank Engine in your mod? Let's just imagine this train has spider legs, and we'll just leave it there. Oh, good. Very happy. So it's a hit. Uh, and one that I have to talk a little bit more about. So do you all know what home poor is? Because I found out recently and this is one of the runs I'm most excited to watch. No, I know downpour, but what is home poor? Is it? Okay. So literally the speedrunner is going to be running. Uh, I think it's called, uh, Silent Hill homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be running homecoming. And during the cutscenes of homecoming, they're going to be running downpour. So they're going to be running two (laughs) Silent Hill games at once, Love it. but just switching (laughs) off between which one they're running. That's great. Yeah. I'm so excited to see that. That's great. All right. I don't know if I'm excited to see downpour again, but the novelty of home poor is pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've never heard of that Silent Hill game before, and I'm I'm terrified of horror games. So just in general, I haven't played them. And as soon as I found that, I was like, no, I need to I need to see this run. That'll be really cool to watch. I, I want to yeah. say that earlier in the day was Little Gator Game, and we watched that with the patrons recently and it's adorable and it's a zelda-like and it but it's like a breath of the wild zelda-like it's really 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 good it looks pretty cute mm-hmm. uh also a first for gdq uh in the middle of the day we've got a bastion live tutorial showcase so this is the average is going to be teaching someone on stage i like and that coaching them through their first full speed run of bastion huh. well 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 yeah which uh, like there's a series that they do for gq hot fixes called how to train a speedrunner and the whole mm-hmm. conceit is speedrunners come on to do a tutorial I- instruction video essentially so the fact that they're, they're kind of taking this idea but getting the person to a full run by the end of that 35 minutes I, is wild i'm i'm really curious to see it mm-hmm. how long is the bastion run normally oh yeah uh and any percent run is four minutes and 16 seconds okay <laughs> okay you could teach right. someone pretty quick then yeah depending on yeah <laughs> I'm excited for, uh, on Tuesday, the Elder Scrolls Anthology main series. Hey, so I was going to say I'm something about is that, that too. One, is that one through five? It's, it's all of them. Yep. Yeah, I, I believe so. Because that'll be a, a fun couple hours. That'll be a lot happening. Uh, also, mm-hmm. Like a lot of big games. Uh, 
after that too. We got Bioshock Two, Halo Three, Metal Gear Solid, The Twin Snakes. That's a real packed evening of goodness. This is the action right there. block. Mm-hmm. This is the action block. The espionage mm-hmm. action block. Uh, I did with Elder Scrolls. I, I think it was. A few years ago, someone did the Fallout anthology where it was one, two, three, New Vegas and four. And that was wild. So I'm glad to see in like an Elder Scrolls one, too. Yeah, it's fun watching an entire series. I'm, I'm going to say again, we, they should do a, a marathon of just every re-release of Skyrim. You'll be there all week. <laughs> yeah, that's, that'd be the whole convention. <laughs> <laughs> because there have been so many. <laughs> And so many have very few changes. I want to see the Amazon Echo Skyrim speedrun. It is real. <laughs> it is yeah, real. Yeah, someone's got to do the speedrun. Uh, it. It's endless, so I don't think there would ever be any stop point. Mm. That's the one thing with the Amazon Echo one. There's no I've boss? played it before bed, but it's just it gives you random scenarios and you're constantly going. There's, there's no actual stop point. Oh. Boo. Wow. That sounds like a, the never-ending speed run. Yep. Uh, I, I just like that the runner of Returnal's name is Cave, Cave, Cave. <laughs> it's pretty good. The cave's so nice, they named it three times. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've heard Hi-Fi um, Rush is really cool. So this one's getting a speed run showcase uh, right around like 9 or 10 a.m. Uh, or, or 10 a.m. Uh, in the local time. So... Uh, definitely, definitely look out for that. Wake up, get hit in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, running Ratatouille. Wonderful. Yeah. I will say one, one thing, uh, this was going to be a breakfast block. Uh, so, but we ended up needing to switch with CrossCode because the runner couldn't make the time work that they initially had. So ah. now Overcooked is happening at, uh, like, 1 a.m. the uh, that morning earlier. So I will say one run I'm really excited for is Overcooked 2 Night of Ooh. the Hangry Horde for no reason. <laughs> I can't imagine why you're so excited. Yeah. I heard there were some really cool people be running that game. Yeah. That one's going to be fun. Uh, so it's me, Trace, uh, Peace Egg, uh, and Sunbro Jade that are going to be running all the Hangry Horde levels. And this is the first time an Overcooked game has ever been showcased at a like GDQ event. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm real pumped. Super hyped. How many mm-hmm. levels are there in all Hangry Horde? Yeah, so uh, basically Hangry Horde has normal timed levels, kind of like the regular Overcooked, but with just the Hangry Horde levels, there are eight in total. There's no timer set, and it works like a tower defense almost, so you have zombies that are trying to break through gates, and you're trying to cook the recipes and get them out as quickly as is humanly possible. So uh, there are going to be three of us. We're playing trios, and we not only have glitches that we're using to try and cook certain recipes faster, so like there's... A glitch where you can't yeah so like there's a pizza glitch for example where if you put a topping so like chicken or sausage onto a plate and you have the base cooking of the cheese tomato and flour once it's like mostly cooked but not all the way you can just scoop up the final ingredient throw it in and it'll auto cook it the rest of the way and then you just <laughs> throw it on a plate and send it out it's great so yeah it that one it, like if if you have played Overcooked casually and know that it is a very chaotic game to play with friends, imagine a more 
organized version of chaos, but it's still chaos. <laughs> As yeah. you're adding in that, like that's a mm-hmm. that's a whole nother station. We need a fifth person for that to just quickly throw things on the pizza at the very end. We are going to have a fourth person <laughs> with us, but that's going to be Jay Hobbs on the couch trying to make sense of everything we're saying to tell the <laughs> audience while we're actually focused on what we're doing. Because we've tried commentating it before while also playing and coordinating, and it's just, it's not, it's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a run that I will watch. Um, mm-hmm. uh, sadly, won't be there yet, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would be cheering you on. No mm. worries. Will you be there in time for Disney's 102 Dalmatians, Puppies to the Rescue? Because I've heard that will also be a fantastic run. This is another one of those kind of like Neopets that I've heard the speed run is incredible, even if the game is like title seems kind of unassuming. <laughs> That's usually the best. Uh, when you see games like that on the schedule, be like, I should probably tune in for whatever that is because it made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Maniac Mansion in less than eight minutes. I guess that game isn't as hard as I thought it was when I was a kid. I don't think I've ever played Maniac, Maniac Mansion. What is that? Uh, old Lucas Arts uh, adventure game. Um, okay, got it. Please so- tell me someone knows what Rose of Meat is. Um, I Rose don't. Meat. I know it'll be over real quick. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's it a horror game. I've seen the intro screen. Weirdly, it both fits exactly what I pictured a game called Rose of Meat would look like, but also was way creepier and more disturbing than what I thought a game called Rose of Meat would look like. I don't know how else to describe it. Mm. It's just it's very unsettling title screen. Yeah, this looks like a, a messed up game. <laughs> <sighs> yep, there is a Hearthstone speed run, and I don't know if there's ever been a Hearthstone speed run in a GDQ either. Will that be fun to watch if you're just running solo adventures? You're just like watching the game. I don't know. I don't know anything about Hearthstone, so. I I haven't played Hearthstone. I know a lot of people who are really, really into Hearthstone Mm. in general, like competitive card games. So I'm sure that seeing it played out for people who love that kind of game is going to be wild. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh! runs are pretty interesting to watch. So That's true. That's Mm -hmm. very true. Uh, how, yeah, how long before the Marvel Snap run? <laughs> what, what, uh, oh, God, I probably not too long at this point. Support the support our Patreon to hang out in our discord uh, and which is also just a front for a giant discussion about uh, Marvel Snap, among other things. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, the day before Monday got ourselves a little. I, I, you can't call it a Castlevania block. But I love you could Bloodstained is just uh, uh, those Bloodstained Curse of the Moon games are just love letters to the NES Castlevanias. And they're so Bobby's good on that one. Uh, our friend Bobby is going to be doing Curse of the Moon. So excited to watch that. And then Curse of the Moon 2 yeah. right afterwards. Yeah. Very excited. And Symphony of the Night. Always good. That's a bonus game there. A randomizer. <clears throat> any percent glitchless. I don't know what lycanthrope means. Werewolf. I mean, something about. Well, it. I know what yeah. lycanthrope means. I don't know what oh, the context. Well, is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just in With real life. Yeah. 
I know what werewolves are, okay? I just don't know what they have to do with the speed <laughs> you run. You just mean in the context yeah. of this particular speed run, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what that, what that category will be. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a randomizer. Metroidvania is a make for good randomizers. Mm. And it's a uh, dragon blitz yep. on that. And that's just like who I think of these days when I think of Soten speed running. It's like, oh, yeah, if, if they're doing it, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then just before that, uh, Legend of Zelda Link Between Ooh. Worlds. Yes, more Zelda. And a game of my childhood and just a general series of my childhood. Uh, we've got Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus, all keys for the PS2. Uh, I grew up on the Sly Cooper series. I love games two and three, especially. Uh, I will say game one hasn't aged quite as well as the others, but the speed run is really fun to watch. Uh, they, they look cool. Yeah. To watch people play them. Um, but I've never played one. I would highly recommend playing two. If you ever get mm-hmm. the chance, it tells a really, really cool high story. Um, I, I freaking love to. And it's usually kind of like Mass Effect 2, considered just the best of the series. Okay. I'm, su- I'm surprised mm-hmm. to see Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion getting in already, because that game's still pretty fresh, uh, the new um, uh, remake version. How recently did that come out? It's within the, I think, six months, within the last six months it dropped. I think it was like Christmas of last year, the wow. remake. So. Crisis Core is a cool game. Is it? It's got a weird card system. It's got a weird slot machine aspect to it. It's a really good action RPG, and I haven't played the new one because I'm I'm holding off for a bit of a sale on that. But uh, also, I, I Final Fantasy VII myself out sometimes. I need a break. But <laughs> it is a great game, so I'm excited to watch it. I wonder if they submitted this. So GDQ started doing something new mm-hmm. uh, back in the winter for AGDQ, where they had a regular submission period for games that were already out. And then a little bit later, they had a submission period separately for new games that came out within that like two weeks. Okay. Or if you wanted to submit a pitch for games that haven't even been released yet. But you could say, <laughs> Look, I'm really good at speed runs of this type. Here are yeah. other games that I speed run. And here's why this one's going to be cool. So I wonder if this was one that like they maybe have submitted previously in one of those like brand new game submission periods. I would be super yeah. curious. That's cool. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, I so that was something that also uh, last year when I went to ESA, something very similar happened with solar ash. It had only been out for a month or two and uh, Giordano submitted it and just went, I know it's not even out yet, but I swear it's going to be great. And then absolutely (laughs) killed the run. So yeah, GDQ started doing that uh, last year with AGDQ. And I think it's a really smart move just to immediately showcase these awesome games Mm. as they come out. And then you get to see the evolution of tech for like future GDQs. So like we're going to see that with one of the first runs in the marathon, Sonic Frontiers, that has already had so many evolutions just in the months it's I'm been I'm excited out. to see that one. Yeah, Sonic Frontiers is our Sonic Frontiers is the first run. Mhm. It's taken off the marathon. That one's going to be fun. Yeah, I haven't got to see any of Sonic Frontiers yet. I've heard it's actually a lot uh better than initial reviews were saying. My buddy said it was one of his favorite games of that year. So that's that's pretty exciting. We had a mm-hmm. we had a friend say the same. Yeah, I basically the pitch that a friend gave me was listen, if you take Sonic 
and mix it with Shadow of the Colossus, you get Sonic Frontiers. And my response was, <laughs> I'm in, so I just need time to play it. But I that is one that it's on my list now because apparently they're very big bads. I feel like like any of your friends, if they just want you to play a game that, that they like and it came out, they can be like, well, I'll just tell them it's like this game crossed with Shadow and they'll probably they'll be into it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I like... Big boss <laughs> fights. What do you want from me? I have a type. <laughs> have you seen my speedrun repertoire? <laughs> we here on the show have a type, and that type is Kizaron, who is running Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Night. That's a, mm-hmm. Now that's a segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if Kizaron doesn't bring my copy of Metroid Prime there, he's going to be speedrunning away from me in the parking lot. <laughs> Because he has had it for a couple years now. <laughs> Keys, this episode is dedicated to you, bud. Yeah. You better be listening, Keys. See I'm coming for you. Get- also, I'm bringing my copy of Animorphs for him to sign. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. Just get the, uh, you mean the book, right? Not the game. Yeah, I don't have, I would never own the game. I am bringing a copy of the book for him to sign. <laughs> Uh, another speed run that I'm very excited about, but very perplexed about earlier that day is Fogs. So this <laughs> game is... Bi- so did you ever see Cat Dog when you were growing yeah. up? Oh, yeah. Y- yeah. Imagine that, but it's just two dog heads and you're playing co-op with another person and each of you controls one half of the dog mm-hmm. and you're getting through puzzles. But this person's playing it solo, so I'm wondering if they're going to be playing it one person with two controllers controlling both sides. I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, I guess solo any percent. Yeah. Um, what was the, the, the guy who made Katamari Damasi's follow-up that was kind of like kind of like that where you you made yourself all stretchy and Nobi Nobi boy? Yeah, that sounds from, that sounds about right. I don't know. There was some cat dogginess to that. There definitely was. Fogs looks really cute. I'm looking at pictures of Fogs right now, and it looks adorable. The art is adorable. I've watched multiple trailers for it, and I want to play it. I just haven't had the chance to play it with anyone yet. Yeah. But it's adorable, and like if you look at the reviews, it's solid. Like eight out of ten, nine out of ten, for oh. basically everywhere cool. you look. Great. That looks fun. Um, mm-hmm. So, hey, if you want a game to play with your partners, kind of like uh, if you need recommendations, Fogs, along with It Takes Two, just throwing those out there. It Takes Two is great, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I need to say that uh, I am very beyond excited to watch a Peggle speedrun. Yeah. Can't wait. Like, legitimately, like, I don't, mm, that sounds like just, just an optimized Peggle sounds like fun to watch. Yeah, because the levels don't change, so they know, like, this spot, this, this spot, is this where spot, you this go. spot. They're going to be just <laughs> flying. Well, and, and from what I understand, they do a lot of uh, calculations with if certain, like, you know how there are different tiles that either get you bonus points or an extra ball? apparently depending on where those spawn because those do randomize even if the general like patterns don't change of just where the blocks are um and they have different setups depending on where those fall um i I was watching bryo starting to learn the run and it's fascinating so yeah that's going to be a really cool run 
Um, speaking of big boys, there is an attack on Titan 2 ah, yes. speedrun. Big smiley boys. Big, big, big boys. Um, and then earlier in the day, um, speaking of iconic boys, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can iconic for moonwalk sure. in that game. Michael Jackson wanted to have his hand in every single pie in video games at this time. Uh, it is confirmed that he worked on the Sonic the Hedgehog 3 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was petitioning, I mean, unrelated, he was pe- petitioning to get the role of Jar Jar Binks from George Lucas. He was all over the board. <laughs> if you didn't know that, uh, Ahmed Best met uh, Michael Jackson at a concert, and he's like, Michael Jackson was like really mean to me. And George Lucas, he told me, he's like, yeah, he wanted the role of Jar Jar, but I didn't want to give it to him. <laughs> I had no idea. That's, yeah. Imagine wanting the role mm-hmm. of Jar Jar. To, well, I mean, it would have been a cool role before knowing what the role turned out to be. <laughs> but there's there's no way you put Michael Jackson into a movie without it being Michael Jackson in your movie, and you can't pay attention to anything else. <laughs> but yeah. Also, mm-hmm. he got a Sega Genesis game made after him, and... I imagine there might be some walking backwards from people in in the stands uh, during that Mm. one. We'll see. That would not surprise me. We also have another game of my childhood earlier that night with Banjo-Kazooie, which I'm also very excited for. Very charming game for the N64, uh, where you play as a bear with, with a bird in your backpack and fight a witch to get your sister back. It's real cute. Super cute. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's a good game. And this is another one where I'm going to ask if y'all know the category. It is 100% no FFM. I have no idea what that means. No. Banjo-Kazooie. Something here that... We go. We're going to go in here. No FF, No FMM. FFM. Uh, we got complete the game and collect everything on the game total screen. 100 jiggies, 900 notes, 24 honeycombs. Stop and swap items. Um, uh, mumbo tokens are not required. Timer ends on the final shot of Ginginator. Uh, yeah. Seriously? I, oh, that's wild. I think that's. I don't know. I, furnace I, fun moves. I, is the furnace question. fun <laughs> modes? Yeah, is allowed in all category modes. What is furnace fun modes? Do you know? So it is a glitch that allows the player to start a new game with all um, moves learned in an existing file. Oh. Oh, that's cool. So it's like New Game Plus. Oh, okay. Start off so, with all the moves. I like that. Yeah. Well, it says no So no FFM, New Game Plus. So yeah. they oh. won't be starting with that. Yeah. So it, they're going to be starting a full New all Game right. file, it sounds like. <clears throat> yeah, that's really cool. It, it adds another layer of challenge that I think is fun to see. Well, well Bear and Bird will have to learn to work together. Mm-hmm. little bonus game uh the day before on sunday ring fit adventure very excited yeah. very excited this is a, this is our f- day one afternoon evening one beat world one intensity 30 restricted yes i have never actually played a ring fit adventure game but they're <laughs> delightful to watch uh I've, I've seen someone else play it in a living room and it is so much fun to see so a, it, it kind of like the super hot vr of i'm very excited to see a speed run of someone you know, running around and doing exercises, <laughs> I feel like Ring Fit is going to be that same kind of delight. Yeah, that, that'll be a fun one. Mm-hmm. They're going to be bouncing around. Yeah, they, you, that's not a game you get to just sit down and play. So 
Mm-hmm. Your entire body is. Well, you a might controller. have to squat and play for a little while. <laughs> yep. I think there's definitely a timeline where we see a uh, Dark Souls run on a Ring Fit controller. Yes. So. Good point. There was, yeah, there was actually a girl who uh, was playing two Elden Rings simultaneously. <laughs> With one, she was controlling with a uh, gamepad, like an actual controller, and the other, she was playing on a DDR pad. Love it. And, yeah. Simultaneously. It's, I saw TikToks of it. It's wild. <laughs> I haven't seen TikToks of people racing through Luigi's Mansion, but I'm excited to watch people race through Luigi's Mansion, 100%. That's yeah. much that's much bigger mm-hmm. than you being just an apartment. Yeah, yeah, no. It's uh well How do you feel about that? <laughs> do you feel okay? As as we come to see, the mansion is is sort of a lie. It uh wealth is not all it's you know, it's not really that you know real. It just kind of crumbles in front of you. So uh I, I think I'm okay. Mm-hmm. It's very brave. <laughs> I've never actually seen Luigi's Mansion get played outside of like a trailer. It's a fun game. Which is weird to say. I've heard good things about all of them. I've never played a Luigi's Mansion game, which is very weird to me. Uh, They're they're all very different. Um, Yeah. But yeah. We have have Luigi's apartment at home. We don't need to go get Luigi's Mansion. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm on the same boat as you. I've heard that the GameCube one is especially. I love the GameCube one the most. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So about the the dual stick controls Uh, uh, work for me, and the other ones don't have that. You should learn how to speed run it. Mm-hmm. Get into games done quick, because then we could have Luigi's Mansion ran by Luigi's apartment. See, you, <laughs> see yeah, I, I think I'd been streaming for a year, and someone was like, "Have you played Luigi's Mansion yet?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I should do that." <laughs> that 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 day also has Mega Man Maker, which I've never seen. I'm guessing it's NES style. Yes, I, I, I would assume so. I feel like it must be. I mean. And unless they have like uh, a tile switcher, like you know, for X Games and and stuff like that. Yeah, that uh, I'm very excited to watch that one. It's a fan game, uh, action platformer, based on the Capcom Mega Man series. Players are able to share and create their own Mega Man levels. Yeah, this looks very much like the old school Mega Man okay. um, from everything I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Love it. That's that's great. That's really cool. That I feel like we'll get the same kind of vibe that we get from the Super Mario Maker races mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to this. It's just one person doing an any percent instead of a relay. But that that'll be a lot of fun. I would love to see some Kaizo Mega Man. That sounds. I mean, that's just regular Mega Man for me. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just Mega Man One at that yeah. point. Yeah, it's just it's just Mega Man One. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, also hard. F zero X all tracks. Um, yeah, that does. At some point, those games just got to a point where I just I'm not good at them. <laughs> yeah, they are very hard. Mm-hmm. I played the GameCube one, but I've actually not had a chance to play the 64, the Super Nintendo. I know it's just ex- incredibly fast. So that'll be a blink and you miss it speedrun. That's going to be uh, the estimate hits about hour mm-hmm. 25 minutes. So it'll be at least 60 minutes probably of intense uh, high adrenaline 
Racing. So that'll be a fun one to watch for sure. Expansion kit, whatever that means. On the on the day of the Indy 500, I believe, no less. So, well, I know which one I'd rather watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna watch F Zero. Well, actually, I live in a city where we can't watch it, so never mind. Why do you say that? We can't watch the Indy 500 here. Oh, I thought you were saying you can't watch F Zero there. I'm like, where do you? Live? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the laws in this state are very esoteric. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, any other ones from that uh, that first day? I mean, any any special words about Minish Cap that we might want to say? I I love that game, Ruby. Have you been playing that game, Ruby? Yeah, I'm I'm literally playing it right now on my stream, but it is not the Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. It is the Legend of Potato the Minish Cap. Okay. Uh, yes. BC, you look confused. Uh, so, <laughs> um. Basically, I let my chat, I, I'm playing through the whole Legend of Zelda series from the top of the timeline to the bottom. So we've already played through Skyward Sword. Next one in the timeline is Minish Cap. Interesting. I let chat throw out a bunch of different potential names for my link and then vote on it. And the one that won is Potato. So now I have, as one of my emotes on my channel, a little potato with his hands in the air wearing the Minish Cap, wearing as <laughs> low. I love it. It's delightful. Oh, man. Legend of Potato. Yes, I'm I'm not familiar with the speed run of this game, but I I love Minish Cap, and it's been a lot of fun replaying it after mm. years of not having touched it. So yeah, I but I'm the person who's just gonna say no matter what, watch the Legend of Zelda runs. Mm -hmm. like, That'll be yeah. interesting, just because Minish Cap gates you in such like weird ways. I know when we played through it, that was one of the the comments was like, oh yeah, you got to walk into this room and talk to this person. And then you can go to the place that you knew you had to go to. So I'm wondering how much of that can mm -hmm. be circumvented. I, I don't know much. It's like an hour and a half. And, and a lot of the, the power-ups you get from beating the dungeons that you had to go through those gates to get is necessary for the final battle. So I assume it's just everything as fast as possible with maybe some glitches here and there. Yeah, I wonder if on the Switch they're able to pull off any additional glitches. I know sometimes like ports or remakes mm, have yeah. additional little holes in them. So I wonder if the Switch version allows for any additional tech. That's true. And then the first run of the marathon, uh, finishing off for us, but kicking off the marathon this summer is going to be <laughs> Sonic Frontiers by Alpha Dolphin. Uh, so this is a any percent run on PC. Like we were mentioning before, this is the most recent Sonic game that only came out, I want to say, six months ago. Maybe even less than that. It, it's a pretty dang yeah. new game, but I've it's heard really game. good things about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I'm... I'm excited. Uh, Sonic speedruns are always great. Uh, 3D speedruns are different than 2D speedruns, but they're both broken. I think Brad was saying earlier, they're both great to watch no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, like, I, I, real quick, we, we skipped over Bug Snacks, and I have to say, Bug Snacks is a, a treat of a game in and of itself. <laughs> Um, it, it is an experience. It is one that should be played. And, uh, I would like to see the speed run of that. So I am not familiar with this game at all, but I'm pulling mm. up the art now and it looks adorable. Oh, oh, it's great. 
Yeah, the main the main bug, whatever its name is, is the same voice as Ryuji from Persona Five. I know that much. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, that's fun. And yeah. it's an all bosses co-op too with Conception and Limey. Conception's been doing hosting for GDQ for quite some time. So yeah. Uh, and if I'm remembering correctly, I believe that this is uh, their first time uh, running in a GDQ. So like that that's gonna be really great. I think that one's gonna be a blast to watch. Yeah, I think overall we are in for a very exciting summer games done quick this year. Yeah, this is a stacked schedule, and there's there are more games that we didn't even mention. Um, Tons games of them. that we didn't go into a ton of detail about, but some of them on check out purpose. The schedule. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> if if you want to check out the schedule for yourself, uh, go to gamestonequick.com/schedule, and you can check that out. I believe that they extended the deadline that the, uh, people can buy their tickets by. Um, so if you still want to come to Gamestone yeah. Quick, then Definitely pick up your ticket uh, as soon as possible, because I believe those are closing beginning of May. Um, and then the actual event is taking place from May 28th to June 4th. So mm-hmm. you do not want to miss it. And if you can't come in person, that is A-OK. Uh, I know not everyone can make the hike out to Minnesota. Some people are immunocompromised. So uh, totally take it at your own discretion. But you can always just tune in on twitch.tv slash games done quick and check it out from there. Yeah, you have until May 7th, May 7th to get uh, registered if you want to attend. So get your tickets if you still are on the fence, if you can make it. I know a good friend of ours, Luigi's apartment, him and I were texting the other day and he goes, ah, I'm going to go. I'm going because I said Fine. you can sleep in our. Ho- yep. You can sleep <laughs> in my hotel room and we're going to have an adventure. So we're very excited. Yay. But yeah, super excited to be there if you are attending. Come and say hi to us. We'd love to talk with you if you're uh, familiar with what we look like. If not, you'll probably figure it out. You can you'll recognize a couple of us, and then the hairy ones next to Ruby will be me and Luigi. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> yeah. I, I I was asking earlier, how tall are you all? Because I feel like at Gamestone Quicks, <laughs> I'll meet my friends who I've been playing games with online for like a year or two mm-hmm. and then realize oh they are behemoths and i am but a wee bab <laughs> that's great for you though you like shadow of the colossus i do like shadow of the colossus and you, you, so many you also of like my your friends, friends to be giants. giant yeah yeah <laughs> uh i guess um, I, i'm actually yeah. eight foot tall but i i don't want to spoil mm. spoil it but i guess yes i'm eight foot tall if you see me there you'll recognize me I am five foot five, so I will be looking up at you all going, hi, I'm down here. Hello. If you hear the Navi voice, that's just me trying to get your attention from below the stratosphere. Context sensitive. (laughs) Ruby, why don't you tell everybody what what Ruby does? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, So. Uh, If you want to check me out, I have a few developments from this week. So uh, I can officially announce I am now not only an interviewer for Summer Games Done Quick, but I am also an interviewer for the Frame Fatales event. So if you want to see me, uh, just thank you. I'm so excited to be joining the team with these freaking speedrun legends who are on them. Uh, So please, uh, if you want to see me, I'm going to be doing a bunch of interviews, running around like crazy. I'll be hosting for multiple 
runs. And like we mentioned before, I'll be doing the Overcooked Night of the Hangry Horde run with two of my uh, very dear speedrun friends. Um, and otherwise, you can catch me at twitch.tv slash rubyheart. That is R-U-B-I-E-H-A-R-T. Um, I do uh, anything from speedruns of games to streaming games casually. I'm also an actor, so sometimes I'll bust out like a ukulele and do serenades for people, which is always a really good time. <laughs> so if you want to, if you like music and uh, geeking out about D&D and theater and freaking out about missed tricks, then uh, definitely come check it out. Missed tricks like tricks in the game missed when i uh, let, let me put it this way luigi if you want to see me panic when i fuck it up <laughs> <laughs> missed tricks okay okay okay, yes. okay i see uh brad when you're not busy looking at cows or looking at people who look at cows what are you up to that's it i just do the cow thing <laughs> okay. okay, yes, actually, uh, I also uh, have another podcast called Hair of the Dogcast, and we talk about video games and beer. We just launched a new podcast series called Beer and Now, where we interviewed mm-hmm. a one of the head brewers for one of the hottest breweries here in Wisconsin. The aim of that show was to uh, interview people in the industry. We have an Elden Ring podcast called Elden Dogs, which is great. Uh, besides that, I've been playing Stray, and that's good. I've been loving hanging out Ooh. with the little kitty cats. Mm. My cats love that game as well, so that's good. Stray is nice. Yeah. And yeah, Loaf of White Brad, but check out Hair of the Dogcast if you can't get enough of me. Hey, I'm Luigi's Apartment, and me and my friend BC make a show called Chat of the Wild, which is a Legend of Zelda book club podcast, and we're going to be playing... Tears of the Kingdom very soon and talking about Tears of the Kingdom a lot because a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if if that last one was any indication, though, there'll probably be a lot of things to say about it. So I'm excited and looking forward to that season and looking forward to going to GDQ. Maybe the game's going to suck. Hey, if it is, mm-hmm. I'll find out and I yeah. will let you all know. <laughs> on Chat of the Wild. Um, we're, we're here to... We're really here to break these games apart and break them down. And if they deserve it, um, I don't know, spank them a little bit. I Do me a favor. Make sure that you talk about the internet exploding about Daddy Ganon because it mm. the, that discussion Speaking is... Speaking of spankings. It, it's absolutely hilarious, but also I love seeing actors getting to play their absolute dream roles. And like Matt Mercer was like a giddy little kid. Like, I'm so excited. I get to be Ganon in a Legend of Zelda game. Like, uh, good for him. I'm excited too. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Yeah. Well, we have <laughs> Yummy been... Ganon. <laughs> yummy podcasters and need for speed running. If you like our podcast, please head on over to patreon.com slash possibly bad and support the show at any of the great levels. Uh, we'll usually name off executive producers, but I don't have that list in front of me. So next time we will compliment how great they are at executively producing our show. If you would just like to support us with a a quick rate and review, uh, that would also be wonderful. We would really appreciate it on any of the services. It actually does help. And uh, we love you all very much. Uh, What do we we always say? Thank you. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you.
BC, I don't know. Did did I even introduce you in this episode, or was did you just like here? No, I'm I'm just the ghost collaborator for this one. So, <laughs> yeah, I was like, is there something we usually say? We usually say different things every time. <laughs> well, I will say, I don't this. think we say anything. I will say this: if y'all have been in full screen, you have missed the vintage Tanuki pick that I put in the chat. Oh, I saw it. <laughs> So mm. that is a classic Tanuki illustration, and it looks horrifying. We can end up there. What do we always say? S- sling your nuts over your shoulder. That's I, the worst ending to a I, podcast ever. I hate it. I hate it. I hate what I, my eyes have just witnessed. <laughs> I hate it. I will never see Tanuk the same way again. <laughs> Good. He's he's a he's a menace. He's not Spider-Man, okay? He's a menace. Get me pictures of Tom Nook. The arc of it is just like the wildest part.